Throughout the three seasons of the Reptile Entrepreneur Podcast, there have been a number of guests on because of what they have accomplished with 3D printing. Today, I'd like to talk about what you can do with a 3D printer. This is Bill Strand, the host of the Reptile Entrepreneur Podcast. I highlight the twists and turns of the entrepreneurial journey with the intention of helping people in the reptile community get past the roadblocks. We live in a time of mind-blowing capabilities. And one somewhat recent invention embodies that perfectly. And I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that commercial 3D printers are the most disruptive technological consumer advance in the last 15 years. It's on the level of the smartphone before that and the internet before that. 3D printers have given us the ability to manufacture close to any plastic product we can think of. And as wonderful as it is to be able to print key holders and figurines for your role-playing game, today I'm going to focus on what it can do for us in the reptile community. Mass-producing a product requires a healthy amount of money, and you have to sell enough to cover the monetary investment and bring back profit within a reasonable amount of time. So any product a company makes needs to either be expensive enough to justify the small number that will sell, or else be able to sell enough that the small profit on the large volume adds up to make the business case. And so the reptile community will see the most products for species which are represented in the largest numbers. If you have a special application, then you either have to make a product made for something else work, or else you repurpose items for your own use. But with a 3D printer, we no longer have to wait for someone to make a product for us, and we no longer have to pull out the bubblegum and duct tape to make a standoff, cup holder, handle, feeder cup, mist nozzle, bracket, fogger inputs, and even connectors to put together large cages. In fact, now is the time for us to break out of the mindset that we need to be passive in the equipment we use in our husbandry. My last interview with Colby Jingles of Thrive Ecosystems is an extreme example where he literally manufactured the LED light bar with the spectrum output he wanted. But this is exactly where we are today. You can take control of your equipment. 3D printing is a very manageable way to help you do this. And the reason why I'm doing a solo episode on the topic of 3D printing rather than bringing on a guest is that I want to set the foundation of what being 3D printing capable can do for you personally in the care of your reptiles. And once you recognize that value, you can quickly see how that can turn into value for other people in your niche. I make specialty chameleon products, but someone else will need to make specialty dart frog products and, and still others will be needed to make specialty tarantula products. But let's go ahead, take some time out here to make sure everyone is up to speed on what 3D printing is. Conceptually, it's simple. Imagine having a nozzle that produces a drop or line of liquid plastic on a flat surface that hardens quickly. With that, you can make any shape on the print plate. But then the nozzle raises up 0.1 millimeters and then puts down another pattern layer on top of the original layer. And by doing layer after layer, you can create most any shape in 3D space. Okay, there are some shapes that are difficult and need to be made in parts, being that this is the real world and there always has to be real-world limitations, but there really aren't that many limitations. This process is called FDM printing, or Fused Deposition Modeling. There's another process commonly used called SLA, or 
resin printing, which uses a resin liquid that hardens with UVB light. Resin printers allow more fine detail, and there are some structural advantages. It's a technology of choice for small figurines that require detail in miniature or engineering projects that have specific needs. But it does require the handling of solvents and a liquid resin which can cause and develop allergies. FDM printing, which is usually what is meant when we say 3D printing, uses a plastic filament that is much simpler, safer, and easier to use. And if you're making parts to hold up lights or cups or make hides, FDM 3D printing is an excellent choice. Therefore, for the rest of this episode, when I say 3D printing, I mean the FDM printing. Nowadays, a halfway decent 3D printer can be had for $200. And if you wait for a sale, you can even find them under $100. The mid-range models are from $400 to $800. And if you start to get into mass production capable printers, you're looking at $1,200 to $1,500. Like everything, you can go as expensive as you want, depending on the capability you require for what you are producing. One kilogram of filament, which is what you use to print with, can be $20 to $30, depending upon what kind of plastic you're using. And your part cost depends on how much filament you use. So it's really not that difficult of a system to use. Though getting started can be challenging for reasons other than the technology. One look at the 3D printers available, and you'll see a wall of options with thick marketing speak, which confuses everything. As a product marketing professional, I can see great attempts to impress potential customers with flashy graphics and made-up words. And this just makes it incredibly confusing to start off. There are a number of important features, but the main two are the print volume, meaning how big of an object you can print, and what materials you can use for the print. There are a number of plastics that have various properties of strength, flexibility, UV resistance, and even glow-in-the-dark. The secret to selecting a 3D printer actually lies in the selecting of the filaments, meaning the plastic material, you want to use. And then, select a 3D printer that can handle those materials. But let's discuss the most intimidating part of 3D printing, and that is designing with a CAD program in three dimensions. CAD is computer-aided design and is just the programs that allow engineers to design objects in 2D or 3D space. 3D design is complicated by the fact that we are trying to design it on a 2D screen, and so the computer has to work hard to give our eyes depth and perception. And then we have to figure out how to build up and manipulate our design in this environment. Luckily, things have developed. I graduated with a degree in engineering and have worked with CAD programs throughout my engineering design years, and I can tell you how amazing our progress has been to simplify the process. Yes, you can get a professional-level CAD program, but there are online design programs available for free for the general public. I give a class on 3D printing for reptile keepers, and I use Tinkercad.com to teach the basics of 3D design. It is a program that is free and allows you to place blocks and other shapes on a 3D grid. This output goes into what's called a slicer program, and this breaks up your design into the layers that will be printed. Designing in 3D space will take a little getting used to, but it's surprisingly simple. With literally a couple of clicks on your mouse, you'll be able to design and print a block. I understand your ambitions may go beyond printing out a simple block, but it doesn't take a whole lot more of those mouse clicks to turn that block into a custom-sized L-bracket with mounting holes that allows you to connect two pieces of equipment 
that weren't designed to go together. It is this easy to take control of the tools you use. Now, you don't actually have to design your own parts to get use out of a 3D printer. There are entire communities of enthusiasts that are constantly churning out designs for free and for sale that you can download and print. Literally everything from open source storage container systems to key holders to mounts for your smartphone to toys to, uh, let's just say you'll never be able to print all the designs available to you. And these all require zero design on your part. But I dedicate time in my class to the 3D Design CAD program because my target audience for the class and this episode is the people who want to do new things with their reptile husbandry. That means designing things that didn't exist before. And since this is a podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs, I know a healthy percentage of you are interested in creating products, both hardware and build files, for sale. So the design of a unique object is a major focus for us. 3D printing is now available to just about anyone. Look at the e-commerce platform Etsy.com and you'll see shops dedicated to selling 3D printed products. Anyone can get a 3D printer and open up a shop. You might ask, is it really that simple? And the answer is yes, it really is that simple. Sure, that first weekend will be frustrating trying to pick out what YouTube videos are helpful and which ones are just garbage, but it won't be long before anyone can pick up the basics and start creating. And then these online e-commerce platforms make it easy to set up and start paying them various creatively named fees. And so we very quickly come to our first serious talk about ethics. With a community of people trying to figure out how to have a side income and the ability to make anything in their living room, you can imagine the temptation to simply copy other products that are out there. Why go through the bother of being creative and working out all the bugs from a design when you can just steal someone else's work who's done all that already? And unfortunately, unless a patent is involved, there's not much in the law that stops people from doing this. And yes, this happens all the time. I'm hoping that my audience here, you all, takes pride in creating what does not yet exist. Stealing other people's designs is just being a parasite on the community instead of adding to it. Of course, you can call people names and try to make them look bad online, but it doesn't do anything to stop them. I personally have a patent on one of my designs called Dragon Ledges, the cage accessory, and I've had to send cease and desist letters on a somewhat regular basis. It's sad to see how many people believe they are clever when they are just copying other people's work. So let's talk directly to the true entrepreneurs out there. I know you will be concerned about people copying your designs. And yes, people will copy your designs. They are just looking for something to do. They will be blatant and unashamed. They will even present the product as if they were the ones who invented it. If you're not aggressive in your marketing, they may even accuse you of copying them and could get you kicked off of e-commerce platforms for copying. It's not fair, and there's little you can do to directly combat this problem outside of getting a patent. And we know that's a bit of an investment to both get one and to enforce it. I had an episode here on the Reptile Entrepreneur Podcast talking about patents that you can reference if this is of interest. But outside of a patent, your only protection is aggressive marketing of your brand to develop trust. That can't be copied. Although that is an episode all of its own. Today, I want to talk about the process of 3D printing and encourage you to get started. 
3D printing is a huge subject when you consider all the issues surrounding it, and so it's going to take a number of episodes to touch on these issues. The bottom line is that whether you go into a 3D printing business or not, integrating 3D printing into your reptile husbandry is a powerful tool to allow you to customize your husbandry and explore how to do things better for your particular niche interest. And even if you didn't go into this thinking about selling a product, once you succeed in making objects which help you give better husbandry, you're likely to find that those objects can help other people in their niche community. And so selling or sharing is a natural evolution for any 3D printer hobbyist. But let's go ahead and get you started first and we will deal with the selling or sharing later. Getting started with 3D printing can be confusing and there are many loose ends. I did a good amount of research before I got my first 3D printer, but looking back, I would have made different decisions if I had the benefit of the experience I have now. The problem is that even with all the YouTube videos out there, there's nothing that speaks directly to us as reptile keepers. Though there is now. If you're interested in getting started with 3D printing and wanted to get off on the right foot, I personally am offering a live interactive class entitled 3D Printing for Reptile Keepers. This will be a paid Zoom-style class where we meet for four consecutive Saturdays. I'll go over the basics of 3D printing. I'll go over the actual models of 3D printers available and help you decide on the right one. I'll lead you through creating your first 3D design with CAD software. And then we'll discuss the basics of a 3D printing business. All of this will be done through the lens of what reptile keepers will be interested in. And you can find more information on this class on the reptileentrepreneur.com website. Check the website for when classes are held as this is a live, interactive class where you can and are encouraged to ask questions, the classes are given at specific times and dates. Check the website for the latest schedule. If you're listening to this upon the release of this episode, there's a class starting this Saturday, August 19th at 2 p.m. Pacific, and there's still some time to sign up. I can't overstate how useful 3D printing is to us reptile keepers in terms of our husbandry and a potential for side business. I encourage you to consider getting involved. There is an enormous treasure trove of information on YouTube. And so there's no end to the amount of research you can do. And of course, you always have my class if you'd like to bypass the shotgun research approach required on YouTube and laser focus your entry into the 3D printing world. My main message here is that you can do it. Do not let the technical terms or having to learn a CAD program intimidate you. Yes, it takes time to get familiar and comfortable with everything, but that is the case with just about anything we do. So I hope you consider this exciting new technology. And maybe I can inspire you by sharing what I'm doing with 3D printing within my community. Many of you know that my particular niche in our reptile community is with chameleons. I run the Chameleon Academy, which has a massive informational website, podcast, YouTube channel, and now an online magazine that comes out every other month. I have used 3D printing to customize cages by designing and printing standoffs, plant holders, fruit fly cup holders, fogger inputs, cage mending plates, and my plan list has a number of other projects. In my semi-monthly digital magazine, the Chameleon Academy Journal, I will be having a special column dedicated to 3D printing where in every issue, my community will get another useful product they can download and print themselves. I'll probably also offer these products printed on an e-commerce platform for people who do not have printers, 
but this is a way that I can use 3D printing to serve my community. And within an issue or two down the line, I'll accept designs from other people in the community and maybe offer a tip jar for people using their designs. With this, I can create a community around 3D printing, and there are projects we can work on together. One of my visions is to create an open-source nursery cage system, which will allow people to more easily create a baby-raising system where each baby has their own cage. And so you can see how 3D printing can be more than just making cup holders and selling them on Etsy. You can develop community, which can strengthen your niche. If 3D printing is not on your plate right now, then just sit back and watch as things come together and develop. Just know that it will be there for you to join as soon as you are ready. If you are already working with 3D printing, please email me and let me know what you are up to. My email is bill at reptileentrepreneur.com or you can just DM me on the Reptile Entrepreneur account on Instagram. And if you're wanting to get involved with 3D printing and want to be confident in how you start, check out the 3D Printing for Reptile Keepers class at reptileentrepreneur.com. You'll see a big image about it on the homepage. This is an exciting time for us. I am imagining what we can do as a 3D printing reptile community if we start working together. And if you feel like getting involved with something at its grassroots beginning, 3D printing is a great opportunity. As for me, I need to finish designing all the 3D printed plates that will allow chameleon keepers to easily connect two large cages to make a huge cage. Just another day's work in the life of a 3D printing reptile herpeticulturalist. Let me know if you have any questions. This is Bill Strand signing off, and I'll see you next time.